0: of Secrets for an Inspirational Life. How are you all this evening? We are here in the United Kingdom tonight, and I have to say it's late summer. Not such a warm summer, I have to say, but as I always say, it's something that's fascinating is all the seasons and how everything in life, including ourselves, changes through the seasons and that everything that we go through has an appointed time I believe the people that we meet the journeys that we take the experiences that we share with one another I believe that it is all for a far greater purpose than we could ever imagine so I would safely say take that opportunity Whatever it is in life. And if it makes you happy, if it gives you peace, take the chance because life is far too short. And we are on this earth such a short time. If we can grab a moment of happiness, let's do it. Now, I am absolutely delighted to welcome my guest tonight, who is all the way. In Quebec, Canada, can you imagine? And that's the brilliant Phil Better. Phil is a podcaster, an entrepreneur, and an author. He is the producer of multi top 10 podcasts. Phil's interest in podcasting first began when he heard one of Kevin Smith's podcasts on the network Smodcast back in 2014. In November 2017, he took the plunge and started his very own first podcast called The Phil Better Show. After a few failed attempts, his words, I have to say, some inner soul searching, he decided to start investing in himself by doing the one thing he's great at, which is connecting with people. He went on to start a new podcast called Invest in Yourself, a digital entrepreneur podcast, which he'll tell us about later. Phil interviews successful business owners, entrepreneurs, and influencers from all over the place, as well as being invited to major media events like Startup Super Cup in Salat in France. Phil signed his first client, Lloyd Ross, and produces The Money Grows on Trees, the podcast which sits at number 24 all-time in Australia for the how-to category after only four weeks. Very successful, I have to say. Phil's drive to be known globally as the podcast mogul means he's always looking to help out independent podcasters. Today, he shares his wonderful journey. Welcome, dear Phil.
1: Hi, thank you so much for the uh, the, the beautiful welcome, Mimi. I'm, I've never heard my bio read out so <laughs> so well. I, I, I was like just sitting and I was just mesmerized uh, by how you were talking.
0: Oh, well, you know, it's worth it. I have to say, because really, you do so many wonderful and amazing things I have to say to the listeners Phil has this whole list of things that he does and he's successful in I didn't know what to write so I thought well (laughs) let's write a little bit lay out the carpet the red carpet for him a little bit and you can walk the rest of the way and tell us how it all began. this wonderful journey of yours
1: so, um, yeah, where it all began and where it's going. Uh, so where it began, yeah. like you guys heard, uh, I started listening to podcasts back in like 2014, uh, Kevin Smith's podcast. I, I'm a huge Kevin Smith, uh, fan. Like I'm sitting on my, uh, in my studio and on my desk, I have a, a small Funko pop of Kevin Smith. Um, I have all his movies. I'm just like, he is probably the uh number 1 or number yeah the number 1 guest i want to have on my podcast um and i'll feel like i've made it when i hit that but i started listening to him and learning about his career and i'm like i like this medium because i've always one i've been told that i have a beautiful voice and or i, I have a face for radio um that Aww. some people said but it, it's i guess it, it's I, I didn't really mind i'm like okay you think my voice is sexy i'm okay with that um and so i I you have a like,
0: brilliant oh, voice. I have to thank say. Thank you,
1: thank you. I hate my voice. Um, because no, of, surely yes, not. yes. It's it's really weird. I hate listening to myself speak. So editing podcasts is like when I like if I have to edit my own podcast, which mm-hmm. I outsource sometimes when I can to save me some time. Mm-hmm. But listening back to my, my voice, I'm like, it's no, that's why did I say that? My God, I'm pitching or I'm cracking. My voice is crackling. You know, it's just normal. Like you're, you're just super critical of yourself and it's just getting out of your head. Mm -hmm. But like the more and more I hear people saying like, oh, Phil, you have a great voice and this and that. I'm like, but I have to listen to this. It's not so great. This is only a short period of time. I live with this voice, (laughs) you know? Um, So it is
0: a fantastic, I have (laughs) to say, when I first heard your voice, I thought Do you know the um, program that was in the States, Midnight Caller?
1: I think so, vaguely, vaguely. Yeah,
0: it was a long time ago and I was really young, but I absolutely was mesmerized by this Midnight Caller who was this radio DJ and had all these life stories, a little bit like podcasting Mm -hmm. um, in those days. And I used to think, oh my goodness. And as soon as I heard your voice, I thought, it's the Midnight Caller. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's it. <laughs> wow, uh I, I now need to find him out. I've been told that I've I look like Kevin uh Kevin James from King of Queens, uh PJ Stock, who is a former hockey player and stuff like that, but I've never said uh-huh. that my voice sounds like a radio DJ You have Mystery to look
0: him player. up. You have oh, to i definitely
1: him up. am. Um so going back to my yes, original so listening Sorry. listening to Kevin Smith being like, "Okay, I can do this. It's it doesn't seem that hard." I, I checked up uh, how to do it and like back then it, like it wasn't very well known like it was like on the niches of niches like it's super small and there wasn't a lot of info so I I clobbled whatever I could I would download pdfs get on emailing lists and just like see if I could like learn how to just like launch a podcast I had no idea cobbled together uh my my equipment launched the feel better show which is uh a failure, but also a success. Um, and the reason why I say it's a failure and a success is as a podcast, the goals that I wanted it to reach, it hasn't reached them yet. <clears throat> Pardon me, or the goals that I had originally set hadn't reached them, but there are su- it's a success because it taught me everything I needed to do and learn and avoid when I launched my my other podcast, the Inve- uh, Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur podcast and my other oh. podcasts since then. So it, it ran for, it's still running, but uh, in 2020, um, mm. I had a burnout um, at the beginning of the year, just before lockdown happened. So it was in February. I had a burnout from life, from work. I had, uh, my personal life was kind of in shambles. Um, I had sure. just ended a seven-year relationship. Um, funny enough, the same year that I ended the relationship uh, with, with an amazing woman, it was like I was the problem in the relationship. And I've, uh, Through therapy, I've learned that. Um, I was able to go to London for like seventy-two hours. Oh, okay. And visit, but and here's the thing: like we were speaking just before, like off air, mm. about how you can connect with people, right? Yeah. And I, my podcast, I originally connected with a whole bunch of other um, pop culture fans because my Phil Better show is about pop culture. It's a movie review show I do every Saturday live on my Facebook page and its Facebook page. Um, so that I review a movie and we talk the news with one of my friends who's also in Britain. Uh, he's my pop culture expert. Aaron talks films, um, and before that, it was my my buddy uh, DJ Overflow, an amazing Montreal uh, DJ. Um, but he had because he has uh, gigs on Saturdays, he's getting too busy for us, and I couldn't pay him the same rate because. That podcast wasn't making money. He's, uh, we I had my friend came in, uh, Aaron. So because of that podcast, I connected with about a dozen other podcasters internationally and in in uh, actually in England. And so in like August, uh, I flew over and uh, spent seventy two hours London, landed in London, saw the Crown Jewels, uh, Tower Bridge, saw a bit of the. uh, and platform nine and three quarters then took a train Mm -hmm. up to Leeds, visited and met someone that I've only talked to either through discord or through podcasting or through a Facebook group. And I met him for the first time. And it was such an awesome experience, like connecting the visual, like you you see pictures or you see some videos, but like when you meet the person in real life, it's like, it's a whole different connection. Like it becomes more solid, because like, you can lose your internet friends easily, and everybody does. But once you've met one in solid, there's a difference. like you 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 connect with them. And then we ended up meeting another about a dozen other podcasters that were in the same form that we all had either been guests on their podcasts or started around the same time, and we had a great night out. It was like just like, oh my God, this is like this is like for me, it's like the one of the best moments of podcasting in my life and one of the best moments of my life. Oh, that is is
0: wonderful. That is wonderful to put that experience into words. It's very difficult. I think
1: Mm -hmm. it is. And it's like, you, you make these connections on podcasts. Like my digital entrepreneur podcast uh, was started because after my burnout, like, so 2019 happened, mess up situation, burnout, and then like the rest of 2020, we're all stuck at home, right? So I started watching YouTube videos on like how to make extra money, start a side hustle. Because like I've always had that like drive to earn, not be an employee because it's like there I saw the struggles that my dad, and my family had gone through. And it's like, no, I can't do that. I'm too creative. And like I've been buttoning heads with management, <clears throat> which leads into the the funny situation about my two surnames. The reason why I have two or I go by yes. two people um, so Phil better um, was created quote unquote for my online, as an online persona, because I'm, I work for a financial, I worked at the time at, for a financial institution and they had a very strict social media policy. Oh, I so, see. So okay. I created Phil better to be like a buffer that it's like, it's not really me. It's someone else. So like, they can't really come back or like, this is you. Like, obviously the photos are all me and that, but it's like, it gives them a bit of a buffer because I, I didn't work in branch or f- front facing. It's only voice facing. Mm. And because mm. I, I sometimes are, like, I work in a call, I worked in a call center. um, So like it wasn't that bad. Cause if I tweeted something out or did anything, it's like, it's underfilled better. It's not like fill them year in essence, even though it's the same thought process, it's the same person, you know? And so as I continued, I was like, you know what, uh, my side hustle started. Like it's only recently that I'm starting connect to connect the two people as one individual, like Phil Amir and Phil Better are the same person, because I do have a goal by November, and that's why I kind of says like I am working, but I'm not because I'm slowly backing away from working at my current my uh, my day job to do my business full time. Because it's starting to produce that kind type of income that it can re, uh, replace my day to day job and frees me up to be able to sit and do interviews at different times of the day, you know. So, like, my goal is by November to be working full time podcasting or you know producing podcasting, anything with podcasting. And how I did that was I uh, started like as I was learning from uh, all the YouTube stuff, and I was like, okay, I need to create content, but I also need to start a business, like to do all of this. And like, how can I do like, like 80, 20, my life, like how can I do 20% of the work that can generate 80% of the content that I need? Mm-hmm. And so I had been watching Gary V for a long period and he's like, just film your life and film everything you do. Podcasting is coming up. So I'm like, okay, I know podcasting is coming up. So I'm going to start a, a podcast for interviewing entrepreneurs to learn how to start a business and be an entrepreneur. Um, funny enough, the common theme after a hundred episodes is you just start and eventually you become an entrepreneur. It's, you just find your first client, like have a product, sell it and just continue to do that and figure out as you go. Um, Like most of the entrepreneurs just go, I want to do this. And they start doing it and they start seeing how much they can sell. So that's after a hundred interviews with successful entrepreneurs ranging from, um, people who just started all the way to someone who owns a sports team and uh, a millionaire investor um, who started his own side hustle business. So like, now, yes, so, go ahead.
0: Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. So that we're clear. So you... Um, have your
1: own podcast or do you have several podcasts i i have several so i have the first one is the feel better show which is a live show that's turned into a podcast i have invest in yourself the digital entrepreneur podcast where i interview entrepreneurs in the digital space so anybody who has either Uh taken their business because of corona because of 2020 um into the digital space, started a business in the digital space, or has been in the digital space many years. Um, Then I have the uh, Invest in Yourself, the podcast series, where I take my knowledge and I interview uh, podcasters from around the world, as well as give 15-minute episodes live on my Facebook daily or weekly, um, talking about different topics that can help you grow your podcast, monetize your podcast. Um, I have, okay. I have uh, stock dirty to me, which is a podcast okay. that goes uh, that is a, a live stream uh, from a, gr- uh, a investing group that's closing in on fifty thousand members, and we break down the stocks uh, that the members vote on, and then weeks uh, after a couple of weeks, uh, we release it as an audio version, um, and it just got release It started uh, the first of August and we've been releasing uh, weekly episodes since then and we just hit 10k after like four episodes. so we're really happy about that. Um, then there's uh, the Real Boys podcast where I'm one of eight hosts and producers for a podcast where we rank uh, we review and rank our top five movies. So mm-hmm. we each submitted f- five movies, our top five movies, and each week we review them on Monday, and then on s- Fridays we we uh, we review a movie of the week. Uh, usually, either the a brand new uh, release or we spin a wheel, and we that movie is uh, the one we review. And then I have a Better Pain podcast, a wrestling podcast that I have with my friend, uh, where we get to talk about independent and professional wrestling.
0: My goodness, you see. <laughs> I, I told everyone this was just an amazing thing because well, and so that's, many, that's how just... do you find the time to do all of this?
1: So, as you were finishing the question, I decided, hey, now would be a good time to uh, <laughs> take a sip of water instead of right when I finished. <laughs> um, it's I created a system like I I like to go by like also the lazy entrepreneur because I, I don't want to work hard and because. I have I'm I've been doing this between working my full time job. I have to do a lot. Uh, I have to take care of a lot of stuff in a short amount of time. So my podcasts, um, my live show, like I have three shows that are live streamed. Those three shows are I I I start exactly how I want my podcast to start. So it starts exactly how my podcast starts. I add, and then I just transfer them into using audacity. I transfer it into a, a music, uh, audio and I add some music to it and then I upload it. And I already have the templates mm-hmm. already done because I already have done these, uh, done the, uh, thing in my content calendar, like my templates for my show notes, my templates for my live shows. Mm-hmm. Like I've templated my life out for my stuff so that it's quick, easy turnaround. And mm-hmm. so that. When I interview and when I interview, it's like the minute it's like the day is done, my day job is nine to five. And then at like five, I do my live show, and it's for fifteen minutes, usually 15 to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Then right after that, sometimes I have a, like I, I get a bite to eat um, because I'm about to go hard. And sometimes I go from five thirty all the way to like 10: thirty at night, and then from 10 30 to like midnight. I'm editing, I'm setting things up, I'm uploading to YouTube. This is like either my stuff or my clients stuff. And also between those times, if I'm not podcasting or I'm not interviewing people, I have interview, I'm have prospecting clients coming in and talking to me about how uh, podcasting can help them. And I'm up at like seven o'clock in the morning And I do from seven to eight, I do my morning routine, which is I go for a 30 minute walk and then I do my little mini exercise, shower, and then I start my day. And from eight to nine, it's like I book as many 15 minute meetings as I can before I have to go to my day day job.
0: You're very dedicated, I have to say.
1: (laughs) Um, It's... What drives you
0: to do that? What is the motivation be, behind it because it is it's a dedication it's a discipline in a way how you're explaining it, it's a very disciplined life what is the inspiration behind it
1: um i i, I want to be free i want like i have like my big goal is like my biggest life bucket thing is to stand on it's really ridiculous and I feel so embarrassed saying it at times but at the same time like you have to own your embarrassment you have to own your truth no say it, say it I want to be able to say that I've stood on a starship in space like on the bridge of a starship in space I've always been fascinated like I my first memory of movies is sitting down and watching Return of the Jedi when I was like mm-hmm. five or six or something in my uncle's basement, that's like my first like serious memory I can remember is like that memory. And for the rest of my life, I've always been intrigued by space. Like I'm super disappointed because I watched the Jetsons when I was younger and I'm like, where's our flying robots, you know, like our flying cars, you know, <laughs> robot maids? like we're supposed to be here now, you know, like, bases on the moon. Like what happened? And it's like, you look back at what happened when like I was younger and I'm like, okay, that's why we don't have what we have because you guys are more concentrated over here instead of, you know, the advancement and that's getting political. But anyways, so it's like, my goal is I'm like, I see Elon Musk, I see Richard Branson, I see Jeff Bezos. And I'm like, yes, they're like, they're doing the goals that like our government should have done. So I'm like, yay. And so it's like, I'm getting one step closer. So I'm like, if I can get enough influence that by being known as the podcast mogul, like the guy for podcasting, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's a chance that like one day I'll interview, you know, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Richard Branson has been a hero of mine for years, like how he became an entrepreneur and how he got his first, uh, like I read his books, like all his books, but one of his first uh, ways that he got advertising for the Virgin magazine was he would use the operator to connect with these businesses. So it sounded like the operator was his secretary. So it's secretary calling secretary automatically you get put through to the big guy. Mm. Right. Cause it's like, Oh, it's the, it's a secretary. It's not some Joe Smo. And then you have like this younging talking to this like business guy trying to get advertising for this magazine. That's not even uh, created. And look where he is now. He flew in space. Like, for me, that's like ultimate. Yeah. Let's go. If he can do it, I can do it. And now it's just, how can I connect my way up to that level, but also bring value and help other people along the way and share with them, like, this is possible. Like if a 36 year old, well, I was yeah, 36 year old, in Quebec, Montreal, Quebec, Canada can figure out how to one, start a side hustle that starts bringing him income that can replace a day job and connect with these amazing people to learn from. Mm. And anybody can do it. Like I'm, I have a friend who loves photography. I'm like, let's do a 30 day challenge with photography, you know, or like, like I just, um, funny enough, just before we jump on the phone, I got a message from a friend, well, a client, like coaching client friend, like I don't, I, I, it's a friend, I'm helping them monetize their podcast. Oh. And he just said, uh, and I posted it out to my Facebook and all that to share. And I, I, after asking permission, of course, cause I'm not mean like that, but it was like, I took your advice and got six local businesses to promote two meetings with business owners and three on the fence. So he's gotten six Uh, businesses to promote on his podcast that hasn't launched yet He has two meetings with business owners upcoming. And he has three that are currently on the fence about taking a meeting with him. Wow. Just like, and it was a, like, I offer, like, if you go to my website and I don't want to plug my website just yet, I'll wait till the end, but I offer a free 15 minute uh, call and I will give you something actionable. Like if you're like, Phil, I want to learn how to grow my podcast. I'll be like, okay, you need to do this. If you want to monetize your podcast, I'm going to tell you to do this. And it's these things that I tell you work because one, I've done it either with my podcast or with someone else's, like one of my clients mm-hmm. podcasts or someone else I've helped. They're like, this is what I did. Like uh, my podcast series, I did it because I one, wanted to learn how to grow podcasts better. And like, what are some traps that other people have faced that I haven't because I did something differently, you know? So I interview yeah. all these different podcasters to learn about their story, because I love learning about people's stories, just like you, because why else would you have a podcast where you interview people, you know, (laughs) like if you didn't like hearing someone talk (laughs) for like 90 minutes, you know, Mm -hmm. why Mm -hmm. would you have a podcast or why would you uh, put it out there? But I love learning from people. And like, I also want to give people advice because I'm like, you're taking 15 minutes of your time to you know help me grow who i am i'm going to give you some actionable advice so that you can go to the next level with whatever you're doing either with your podcast in your business or in your like life like i don't want to be like a life coach cuz i'm like nah that's not who i am i i'll like look Here's, this is what I did. You can try the same thing, but it's on you to be, take that dedication. Cause it's like, if you, like you said, if you're not dedicated, you're not going to get the results. And I have a goal. Like I have a goal to stand on that starship. Like that's my goal. I want to stand on our starship. I'm going to do whatever I need to get there. And it's just by doing what I'm good at. And it's like, if six years taught me anything, I can connect whoever I want because of podcasting.
0: Now it's fascinating because you talk about this starship and this fascination with space so what is that when did that begin and what is it that for yourself phil has that attraction of space
1: the unknown it's just like it's the i I have i am so curious about learning stuff about people about anything like I will I, I read books on everything and like just the idea like from watching Star Wars from watching Star Trek from watching you know Galaxy Quest and watching all these movies about space and sci-fi I've always been like I, I want to like is there like life outside of our solar system like what is it like to step foot on another planet like I want to know what is it like to stand on Mars, like, or stand on the moon or, you know, like Pluto, even like the, like, or any of the planets that we can that won't destroy us pretty much, you know, um, and see what it's like, or even be like, like, just be in space and be like zero G, like floating around. And you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. But at the same time, you're traveling like hundreds and thousands of kilometers an hour, but you don't feel it because you're floating in space.
0: That sounds like a dream in a way. And I want to tell you, I want to share with you a story, actually. Okay. it I was in London once and I was with my friend and it is relevant, I have to say to you. And <laughs> yeah, it is <laughs> a little bit like the story earlier. But anyway, that myself and Phil were talking about um, the relevance of actually, um, how can I put this? Getting the right end of the stick when you're talking to somebody. (laughs) I think that would be the most, I think. That's apropos, yeah. (laughs) So there we were. We were in a carpet shop. And I'm absolutely in love with Oriental carpets. So I have a love for them. I own quite a few. And wherever I go in the world, I'm always looking at carpets. So I had this, a, a little bit like you, with your starship. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason that I like the carpets is not the carpet itself, because I've always been searching for this magic carpet that can fly. So we went into this shop and she was with her partner then who wanted to buy her a gift, which was a carpet. And I was there and I just happened to be there. And he then offered to buy a little carpet for me, which I have to say I was rather excited about and the guy in the shop was I don't know he was Arab or something and um, I couldn't decide on a carpet so I was looking and looking and looking and we were there two hours and she was looking and then he came up to me and he said to me I think I know what you're looking for I said what's that and um, I said I'm not sure of the color or the pattern he said no no I think I know what you're looking for. And I said, what's that? He said, you're looking for a magic carpet. Well, that was it. You know, I was totally intrigued at that point. And I said, that's right. I'm looking for a magic carpet. He said, let me tell you a secret. So there I was, of course, you know, a good storyteller and all of that. Mm -hmm. I said, what's the secret? He said, the secret is it is not the carpet that flies, it is us. I said, oh, he said, if you can fly, the carpet can fly. I said, well, how can I fly? He said, now that, my dear, you'll have to learn through life. And, Phil, I was so fascinated and totally mesmerized by what he said so when you were talking about this starship if we go beyond the physical of this starship that you want to go on maybe it's also a yearning for all of us because I think we're all fascinated with space we're all looking up at the sky and the stars and the moon out there and somehow feeling this pull away from the earth than into some other sphere so how much of it do you think it's maybe that that's pulling you into some other place that you want to be
1: i i think it's that yeah it's I, yeah, I I do believe like in manifestation and believing that there's like another dimension. Cause like mm. sci-fi is something that interests me. Like it's science and fiction coming together and the exploration of the metaphysics as well is interesting to me as well, because everything is possible until it's been proven impossible. And even then you can probably make it possible. You know, like we never thought we would land on the moon, you know, like fifty. Uh, like hundreds of thousands of years ago when we were just like cavemen, we never thought we would be able to land on the moon. And like in the last, like not even a hundred years, we've landed on the, we've flown, landed on the moon and sent things like we have a, there's a planet in our, our, our solar system that is, you know, populated by robots right now, if you think about (laughs) that. Um, So, I always think, yeah, it is people are learning to go to the next level, like learn what's next. Like it's something in, it's the question of like, why are we here? And as you grow as a person, you start questioning, as you grow older, you start questioning that. Like, I remember being younger and being like, oh, I, I can't wait till I'm older. I have my house. I have this, I have that. And then I, I'm sitting back here now and I'm like, man, I don't, I didn't waste my youth but I could have done so much more but at the same time it was like I needed to wait till there was adequate availability of podcasting to find my passion to find my pull that can help me go and get those dreams that I have so I think it's like everybody has that pull to find why they're why they're here and it's like for me it's like my standing on a starship is kind of like my, that's that's the, the reason I can give myself to, for my why. Why am I here? It's to stand on a starship. And, but in the way, I'm going to help as many people as I can to reach out and find their why as well.
0: So do you think it's, the starship is, in a way, a manifestation of something in the physical realm, but really it's a yearning in the non-physical that is pulling you somewhere else to discover more beyond what we can see with our physical eyes.
1: I would say, yeah, it's because I guess you could say it's kind of like I want to be like James T. Kirk and explore and gain knowledge of the unknown. And so I want to learn as much as I can about the unknown, like what is going on. Like I'm always interested in the sciences. I will never be able to like become a scientist because it's like the knowledge base and the dedication to it, it's just too much. But if I can learn like, like 20% that can help me or like at least make me be more intrigued to learn more, like just have a surface understanding, that's like my goal is to have like, know as much as I can, be like a jack of all trades. And, uh, but use my, my way of podcasting is I guess my starship to do that, to explore the worlds, if you will. And I kind of, wow, that is so weird. that I just kind of like I feel like I'm in a therapy session my therapist would be so happy Um,
0: actually what you've just said is quite remarkable in itself because somehow in a nutshell you've described something beyond this world but as well as being of this world it's like the podcasting By listening to people's stories, and I definitely do learn so much about life from listening to stories and life stories, and especially, you know, because people are from all over the world. So it's a glimpse into their world. So, in a way, you're doing your sort of intergalactic traveling pre finally reaching that point where you want to be.
1: Yeah, like, wow, that's so, like, I, those, these moments that happen in your life, like, because, because I, be, I do believe in, like, manifestation, and the world will, like, if you believe it, it will come, because, like, so many things have happened to me in my life, like, me manifesting, getting my first client, and then, you know, working towards it, like, I know it's hard work, but... It's also you have to have that first thought, like you have to have that first thought before your body will start putting in the action to do what's necessary. And I've always been talking about more and more about being a starship, like standing on a starship, being in space and having taking a different look by like speaking with you and looking at it as more of a a metaphysical and more of a, uh, a representation of Uh, a goal of mine like podcasting is that podcasting is my starship i am the captain of that by being the host of the show and every time i do an episode and i talk with someone i'm exploring a new world that i never had the opportunity so i can now die happy thank you because now apparently i can die happy um that is (laughs) (laughs) my life goal is complete thank you very much i can retire
0: oh dear what planet are you going to retire
1: on I don't know yet. I, I, I So far, uh, <laughs> um, I like the planet of capitalism <laughs> so far because I like money because it gives me the freedom to do what I like. But oh, no, I, is... I think I'll still explore. If I have to, I'll go uh, Jean-Luc Picard and uh, hire out my own crew and explore the world as a, a rebel.
0: Yes, as a rebel, but with a cause. Yes, of, as course, opposed, of course. As opposed to without the cause. Yeah. Um, now, you talk about freedom, Phil, and... What does freedom actually mean to you? What is it that you would like to do being a free man? So
1: it's so interesting because I've asked this a similar question of to entrepreneurs, like, what is your definition of success? Um, because obviously, everyone yeah. has differently. And my definition of freedom, sorry, uh, my definition of freedom is the ability to just just decide one day that, you know what, I want to go here and I don't have to worry about, you know, money coming in. I don't have to worry about, you know, oh, I have to show up to work because my boss wants me to. I can just be like, you know what, today I want to take the next month and just travel Europe or I want to take the next month and, you know, go to Germany and just try and learn German, you know, and just like entrench myself. Like, I read uh, the Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss, um, and I keep reading it because it's it's just so amazing. And the fact that like I, if I can just spend four hours a week working on my business or on my hobby or whatever it is, and then have the freedom and the the money to do what I want and just travel the world or provide for my family, like. Like I want to be able just to be do what I want. Like I'm not hamstrung by, oh, it costs too much money, or I I'm beholden to someone's timesheet, and I have to d- deal with their time and, pardon me, do it on their whole schedule. I can do it whenever I want. Like the freedom to be beholden to no one and live a life that I uh, a life that I choose. And do you think
0: that's possible without money? Could you become for example, like a dervish and travel the world. And, you know, people pick up, I have a friend of mine and she picked up her two children, her husband, and they've been traveling now for three years around the world. Although now it's difficult Mm -hmm. and the pandemic hit and it became a little bit more difficult, I have to say, but not impossible. And for them, it's wherever sort of they lay their hat, is their home. Is that something that you
1: could do, Phil? It would be something that I'm interested in doing. Mm. Um, I always had the dream, like I never got the opportunity when I was younger, or I, I didn't seize the opportunity more more apropos to do like a like a spend a, like a crazy month backpacking across Europe or doing anything like that because I was so concerned with getting enough money so that I could start my own business or I could pay for school. Cause I had to pay for my university studies. I had to pay for my own car. Um, so I always, always working to get that, get my money right. And I never really had a teacher, like a, a proper mentor mm-hmm. to teach yeah. me. So I couldn't do that. And I I've always been like adventures like that have always been like, Oh, I need money. I need money. And I'm learning less and less that maybe not but i i have a fear of just losing everything and knowing that i can build a business that's kind of automated that just can generate money and just this in essence an expense account that i can play with um me like i don't mind like traveling and staying in hostels or staying Dirt, written, but it's at the same time knowing that if I want, I can go to like a five star hotel, uh, hotel and have like be pampered, you know. After you know living in the dirt or something, but I I would I would thoroughly enjoy that because I think it would be the best way to learn about uh, people and a culture by experiencing uh, life yeah. in a different viewpoint.
0: I have a friend and she has been traveling for over twenty years, and for her, it's not important to have money in the bank for her, and that's just her experience of course, Mm -hmm. it's important to be free and she is always saying that to me, Mimi I have to be free and her freedom is to go around the world and to live here one month, two months, three months and move on and for her that's freedom and I think everybody it's a different state freedom Mm -hmm. but if we fear that we will lose everything I think we never really learn to live and we don't ever taste life so sometimes just giving into that fear I have found in my life I have to say realizing that it's an illusion truly it can have an absolutely remarkable effect on one's life
1: i I, I would agree, uh, leaning into the fear, um, and yeah it's uh, it, it's something that I'm working towards. I'm kicking down doors in my fear list. Uh, recently did stand up for the first time in my life. Oh. You know, so I am kicking down doors. There's certain fears that I, I look at. I'm like, are, is there a way to avoid it and not worry about that fear? And right now, having two jobs in essence, as well as being a content creator, um, I am building to that point of freedom because I'm connecting with individuals who know vastly more than I do and creating systems that can help you be uh, have the freedom that you're looking for. Yeah. Like I would like traveling the world and one day, one month I'm living in, you know, San Juan, you know, South of the border in Mexico. Then then, you know, the next month I'm in, you know, Brazil and having fun during Carnival or, you know, in the, in the Bahamas or I'm, you know, in South Africa and Cape town, learning, learning about stuff there, or I'm in, you know, I'm, I'm going trekking across, uh, India and Pakistan and places like that. Like I want to explore the world. I want to discover like the, the earth because it's such a beautiful, um, um, place like (laughs) Canada is gorgeous and I've saw a lot of Canada and and the U S but I'm ready to explore a lot more of the world. And I would love to be able to do that and have the opportunity. Like when I do go to a, a, a place and I can see, okay, how can I affect change? Like, I want to help people. I don't want to be the like the white savior type thing. I want to like, look, you guys need some stuff. What can I do to help you make it better? And by me knowing and learning how to do it myself, be an entrepreneur and think like an entrepreneur and learn some techniques that can grow people that are cheap and easy and next to cost next to nothing that then that's, that's yeah. what I'll do. Like I'll help. And because I have the money being automated, like when I go to a place that's like an impoverished place and cause I hate poverty. Like, I'm like, like, we have too much money. Like we can fix these things. Like come, come together, like world, like stop being assholes, you know? So like, if I can go there and like be all right, I have a hundred K I can build a school with a hundred K in this, in this small town, in like, you know, in this impoverished area and I can bring education that can help them. I'm going to do it. Like I can go, I'm like, okay, I have the money. Let's just do it now. Like let's get it done now. Let's help them now so that they have their stuff and then we can start changing the world for a better place. Like bring people up to where they should be, where there is no squalor. People are not hungry, going hungry. You know, there's the, the, the the stupidity that there's such a a vast difference between the rich and the poor world. is like ridiculous like the gluttony that we're having and we're just causing a cascading effect that's going to hurt the world. So like, I want to become like, I know if I get rich enough, I can start impacting change and I'm working my hardest to get that monetary uh, ability so that I can travel and do the change that I want for like help people grow.
0: You know, you don't need to have a lot of money Phil to make those changes because in certain countries, even Let's talk um, the British pound, because that's what I'm familiar with. You know, for £500, for example, um, which is not a lot of money, um, you could build a well. So you could go there and you could take the money, because my friend used to do it, um, and sadly she died. But she used to take wheelchairs to Africa and build schools. you know raise money as a charity and then just take the money there talk to the elders of the village and they would build a school and it didn't cost a lot because you can set up an organization and do that without actually having to you know have a lot of money yourself you could get other people on board and especially with the skills that you have and the expertise that you have, and the people that you know, and the connections—I think that would all be possible.
1: And it is like it is in the works. It's it's one of the goals that I have to hit is to help, and I do help a charity, uh, a local charity, with their stuff. Um, and I'm in the process of—I I, I do want to have a, a charitable organization that helps. Not only impoverished people, but mental health is a very important thing to in my life because my brother lives with paranoid schizophrenia. So I I, mm-hmm. I am working with my family to do that, and it's just right now the time I'm trying to grow something so that I can automate money towards it, and yeah. and quit my day job so that I have like instead of only having like five hours a day, I have. 16 hours a day that I can dedicate to other activities in my life that I can grow and make make things better like because when I do something I go all in so if I'm going to do the charity I need to go all in on this charity and going all in means it's my clients suffer and my my content that my audience is listening to suffers so if I can get to a point where I have more freedom to do it and satisfy my content needs and my my goals as a creator I'll do that as a, I'll be able to do it. So it's like, I have many goals and each goal, once I accomplish one of the goals, I move on to the next one and grow to that stage so that I can be like known and get even more attention. Because if I want to launch something big, like a charitable organization, I want to be yeah. able to call on, like, call on mass media, in essence, to come to it and do a huge event, yeah. instead of just relying on my small supportive group. If I can get more eyeballs on it, that's the better. And that's all the connections I'm doing.
0: And I think it's a wonderful quest of yours because there's so much opportunity there for you to even travel when the time is right Mm -hmm. and to meet these people and to still do your podcasting and to help people because you will meet people in so many different parts of the world that you don't know who you're going to meet that's going to change your life. And in what way? And chance meetings can bring out the biggest and best changes in our lives sometimes.
1: Yeah, uh, I 100% agree with that. Because if I didn't have the chance meeting of interviewing uh, Lloyd Ross, I would never have uh, had the opportunity to sign him as a client. And move to where a position now that I'm, yeah. I'm slowly moving to being able to uh, do this full time.
0: Are you happy where you are, Phil? Does it give you joy in what you're doing in your life and what your achievements are? And because you've done so much, does it give you this sense of serenity,
1: I suppose? I'm, following your dream, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy that I'm I'm following my dream. I'm not satisfied yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll be satisfied and really happy when I can like say I'm, I've, i am I've quit my day job and I can do this full time. Cause when you get to that moment, it's, that's a real realization that you're, you're a business owner. And now you have this ability to do what you want and build this company the way you want. So that's where I'm really excited for.
0: So you are able also to help people set up their own podcast. Is that right?
1: That's right. Yeah. I offer uh, different services uh, for Mm -hmm. my business. I Anywhere from, you know, monetizing your podcast. I help you monetize your podcast. I help you grow your podcast. I sit with you and we develop a plan to full-on podcast production where I sit down with you. Either I do it for you. I set up the whole automated system so that it's easy for you to do your podcast and get guests. and be on podcast as a client uh, as a guest or i have the uh, done with you where we sit down and i work with you every couple of days and we build your podcast together so that you know how to do it and you can uh, continue to grow your podcast yourself
0: i think that's a fantastic service because so many people say to me how do you start a podcast but I'm no expert, I have to say. I may be in other things, but not in podcasting, um, although I have a podcast, obviously. But people in so in need of who want to start a podcast for someone like yourself, Phil, because it's a minefield out <laughs> there. And if you want to do it as a full-time uh, job, in a way, and taken seriously, there are strategic steps, aren't there, that you must take.
1: Yeah. You have to realize that it's, it's not an overnight, like you can get some things overnight, but it's a grind. It's, it's a job know that you're going to be putting in extra work depending on how successful you want your podcast to be and how easy you want to roll it out. Like most podcasters start without a plan. They're like, I'm just going to record. And then they just jump into it. And then they're like, wow, there's a lot more to this than I thought and then they get overwhelmed and then they get what's called pod fade and it usually lasts until they get 10 episodes out and then they're like okay this is too much work and yeah. they they forget they don't have a why they don't have a a positive outlook at what they're doing and then it just sours and you have to learn that starting out, you need a plan. You need to know where you're going. What's your vision? What's the purpose? Like, is this a purely a hobby, or is this some uh, uh, a method to get monetized? Because if it's a hobby, then you're doing it completely for fun, so you shouldn't care. But if you're you have plans to monetize and grow it as a business, you need a plan, and you need to be able to follow a plan. And having someone that has done it beforehand and that can guide you along the way is the smartest way to do it. Everybody needs coaches. I have coaches to help me in my business world and I provide coaching to other people as well, if they want.
0: And where can people get hold of you?
1: If people want to uh, have a free 15 minute call, they can contact me at uh, www.feelbetterinc.com and uh, book a free 15 minute call with me.
0: And also, what other places can people find about your podcasts and what you do, Phil?
1: Um, to find out more about me, follow me on Instagram at Philbetter, uh podcaster Philbetter. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's pretty much the best way to find me. And then I have a link tree to all my other podcasts. But if you want to hear more about entrepreneurs and learn how to avoid certain stuff, Hitfalls to being an entrepreneur, you can go to the entrepreneur website, www.investinyourselfpod, that's po And that will bring you to the that podcast, The Digital Entrepreneur. We're in the process of setting up a, a proper website to bring it all together, both brands, the podcast series, as well as the entrepreneur series. Uh, but We're on on all the uh, major podcasting platforms. Just search Invest in Yourself or Feel Better and you can find me.
0: Amazing. Absolutely. I love what you do, I have to say. And it has such an effervescence about it. What's wonderful is that you can actually feel the dedication that you have. And that is still lacking i think in the world today is a dedication to follow your dreams because they don't just arrive they have you have to work at it anything that's worthwhile you have to work at it mm-hmm. and you really show that and i love it i love what you do and i love this i suppose this fire uh, of your spirit that inspires even listening to you i think well, i must take some advice from you (laughs) because my goodness you know you are a fountain of knowledge and i think it's wonderful what you're doing and um i wish you every success in whatever you're doing i hope that one day you will be on that starship and who knows what planet we're all going to meet on someday
1: Thank you so much Mimi for the opportunity to share my story with you and your audience. And uh, of course, hit me up. We're, we're friends. I, I, you have my email. We're, we're, we're yeah. buddies now. Yeah, Any yeah. questions, I'd be more than happy to answer for you and uh, get you uh, whatever help you need regarding your podcast. Cause I think your podcast is an awesome story of ability for people to share their stories with
0: thank you phil oh and before you go i always ask my guests this a couple of lines of inspiration for people out there in these times really something that's helped you in your life that keeps people going you know some words of wisdom
1: some words of wisdom okay Mm. um so I have two things that I sign off every Facebook post with. um, And it's something I try to live my life by. It's be better, be feel better. Um, And you can replace it to being your name and think about who you want to be in like five years from now in five years, you're going to be a completely different person. And yeah, you'll be five years older, but do you still want to be the same person you were five five years ago? So by me saying, be better, be feel better, I want to be better Like in five years. I want to be that person in five years. So it falls into the second thing that I always post on my Facebook posts. It's invest in yourself. No one's going to take you seriously if you don't invest and learn about the knowledge, and put in the time and effort to be a better person. Be it, you know, if you do one push up a day uh, for the full year, that's three hundred sixty-five push ups you've done in a year. Imagine if you did two a two a day, or even three, or you went for a walk every single day and you did ten thousand steps. That's three thousand six hundred fifty steps you walked in a in a year. Little actions that you take over time will help you. Grow into the better person you are. And that's going to build the dedication it is to grow and be where you want to be in five years. So just invest in yourself and be the better person that you can be.
0: That is absolutely fantastic advice. And as you were talking there, Phil, something went click in my mind. You know, when suddenly something falls into place, and it's the thing that it was is that every little bit counts. It, and that's the important thing because sometimes people say, yeah, but it's going to take ages to do this or it's, you know, it's so much effort and, you know, where am I? You know, I can't even be bothered to start. But unless you start, you never know where the journey's going to take you.
1: If I didn't start podcasting six years mm-hmm. ago, I wouldn't be where I am today having my own podcasting business, having four podcasts in the top 10% of podcasts worldwide. Um, like you have to start and you start small, start with a small little learning, do 30 minutes of, you know, reading extra a day of a book that can help you, you know, like the best book I could advise you if you do want to change your life or start a side hustle or change or get some extra money. If that's something is the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. It is an amazing book that actually shows you how he did it himself, as well as giving you access to other people who have uh, done it, or even Think and grow rich. If you want to, learn how to manifest something of your desires read that book it helps you I'm noticing things that I wanted to have five years ago are happening now and it's like okay like this power of manifestation is real let's work on it and just learn how to do it so that you can compound the effects over time wonderful thank you so
0: much for coming on today Phil it's been an absolute honor and a pleasure to have you here
1: it's my distinct honor and pleasure to be on this show and talk with you and learn, uh, share my story with others and s- show that it's, it's super easy to go after your dreams. And uh, using a podcasting is uh, a fun way to learn uh, as well because you can talk with individuals that you uh, inspire you. So, yeah, thank you so much for having me on.
0: Oh, and my best regards to Quebec, Canada, a beautiful country, I have to say.
1: Yes. Uh, I definitely will give it a hug. I'll go hug a tree as soon as we're done.
0: <laughs> yes, please do. And come again to England.
1: I will. Um, I'm planning on it. Don't worry.
0: Yeah, come to England and um we will have to meet up because you know people like yourself are really an inspiration out there.
1: Oh, thank you so much.
0: Wonderful. Take care.
1: You too. Bye-bye. All
0: right then. Bye. Bye. Feel better. Extraordinary to meet so many people across the world and what a gift he has. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. I wish you beautiful moments and lots of love. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life, brought to you by your host Mimi Novik. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and see you in the next episode. For more information about Mimi Novik and her books, music and inspirational work, take a look at her website www.miminovic.co.uk